So today we're going to continue our Beatitudes series, B. Attitudes. The Beatitudes are found in Matthew chapter 5. It's the beginning of the Sermon on the Mount. And um, in the Beatitudes, the reason it's, it's phrased that way is because this is not just stuff we do. It's who we're called to be as followers of Christ. And, and so each week we're kind of building these out. We've taken one of the Beatitudes each week and, and we're on week six and, and so I want you to stand with me. We're going to read God's word and we stand because we believe that God wants to speak through his word. It's not me. It's not anything else. We believe God's word is active and living and the Holy Spirit wants to speak to you today through his word. So before I read this, I want you to take a posture today in worship, a posture of having an open heart. Um, today, today, I want you to just say, Lord, Whatever it is you want to say or do, whatever it is you want to point to in my life, whatever it is, your will be done. And if we enter that, I'm telling you God is here and God wants to work and speak. So Matthew chapter 5, I'm going to read verses 3 through 8. We're, eventually we're going to get the whole thing in. We're building each week. Here it is. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. And blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Father, speak to us through your word now, in Jesus' name, amen. Have a seat. So, so this beatitude today is kind of at the core of who we are as followers of Christ. Like this last beatitude, blessed are the pure in heart. It, I mean, this is talking about who we are, not just what we do, not just, this is who we are. Blessed are the pure in heart. And, and I'm sure you've seen like through this that, that these just build on each other and that we're getting a picture of what happens when God gets a hold of our life and when we live completely surrendered and sold out for his purposes. And so verse 8, our beatitude for the day is, blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. I'm going to work through this with you. Uh, we're going to kind of go through not every word, but work through it and, and talk a little bit about, um, you know, different parts of this. But the first part of it is just this. We've talked about this every week. Blessed. Blessed are the pure in heart. That word blessed is kind of like a congratulations. You are blessed if you are pure in heart. That's the idea there. This isn't just, hey, if you're pure in heart, then you're okay, you're accepted. No, this is blessed, like congratulations. You are living right if you are pure in heart. You are experiencing God's blessings if you are pure in heart. So, so blessed, listen, today, God wants to bless you. I, I, this isn't prosperity gospel. This is the truth. God wants you to live in his blessing Today, I'm not saying you're going to get rich. I'm not saying you're going to have everything you've ever wanted. But I'm telling you this, God wants you to live in his blessing today. So blessed, the second word. This is a word we've skipped over. In fact, I haven't talked about it yet through six weeks. But, but this is an important word. Blessed are the pure in heart. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Listen, God's blessings are not just something that are for later, there are blessings coming later, but God's blessings are poured out on us as we faithfully live for his kingdom today. So this word are is important because sometimes in the church, we have this view that like, if I put my time in now, if I, if I live right now, if I do what I got to do now, then one day 
I will experience the good stuff. Jesus says, blessed are, as in today, you can be blessed, you can be pure in heart, you can see God. That's an important word. Listen, today God wants you to be blessed. Not like, do your time, one day you'll get it. No, blessed are the pure in heart. Uh, so let's move to the word pure. Um, the word pure in, 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 in the Greek is um, katharos. And this word pure, is, it's, it's, got, it's such a good, I mean, this is incredible. I, I'm excited to share this with you because it's not, when we think of pure, go ahead, let's get involved. Um, tell, let, let's like mingle with each other for a second. What do you think of when you hear the word pure? Go ahead. Go ahead. T- tell each other. Thank you for telling me, but tell each other. I appreciate it. Look at that response. There we go. That's great. You also got one of the points of the sermon. Way to go. What do you think of when you think of pure? So this word is katharos, and yes, it means pure, but, but here's what I want you to hear today. Our culture, so the Beatitudes are countercultural, like the Beatitudes are not the way our world operates, not now and not when Jesus was giving them long ago. Like, it's not the way our world works. In fact, in our world today, if you've ever messed up, how many of you have ever messed up? How many of you just messed up by not raising your hand? All of us have messed up. In, in our world today, if you mess up, like, you're done for, right? I mean, you can't be pure if you've messed up. We have a thing called uh, cancel culture, don't we? Where, like, you could, be, you could be doing something, and something could be unearthed from 20 years ago that you said or did, and all of a sudden, you could just be done. Like, they could just write you off because you're not good enough anymore because you messed up. Jesus says, blessed are the pure in heart. I want you to hear this. The word pure, yes, it means pure, clean. We're going to get to that. But this word has so much more to it. This word katharos is, is, is talking about a purifying, like purified by fire. This isn't like, blessed are you if you've never messed up, because the truth is, if that's what Jesus is saying, then we're all done for. There's not one of us, whether you raised your hand or not, that hasn't fallen short of the glory of God. But this idea of katharos is the idea of a, a, a refining by fire, a purifying work of God. And so it's not just blessed are those that have never messed up. It's blessed are those who are being purified by God. Listen today, I, I'm going to say this multiple times because I want you to hear it. God is here and God wants to do a purifying work in your heart. If you're here today and you are open to hearing God's word and you are surrendered, God is going to do a purifying work in your hearts. So we have cancel culture, but, but listen to what the Bible has. King David, how many of you have heard of King David? He wrote a lot of the Psalms. I mean, famous biblical figure. He, he was prominent in scripture. If you read through King David's story, he blew it. Many times, and he blew it pretty big time in some pretty big ways, like makes us look like, like pretty good people. You know what God's word says about King David? He's a man after God's own heart. You know what that tells me? That God's purifying work is here for every single one of us today. Listen, maybe you walked in here and you've just been 
you've just been a bum lately. Like, <laughs> maybe you've just really been missing it. Maybe some of you have walked in and, and, and you've just been living wrong and you've been treating people wrong. And Listen, God wants to do a purifying work today and it is available for every single one of us. The catharsis of God. And so there's three types of purity. Catharsis that I want to talk about. We're going to talk about cleanliness. We're going to talk about integrity and we're going to talk about devotion. The first one. Cleanliness, first and foremost, the purity that God has for us is, is not, it's not like a halfway dirty, halfway clean. Listen, in our world today, like people, there are churches that will tell you that you cannot be pure completely. Like that, that's a belief that lots of people embrace in our world. But God's word says, blessed are the pure. You know what that means? That you can be pure completely. Listen to me, God's will for your life is not to be a halfway good, halfway bad. Eh. God's plan for you is to be pure in heart. And so the first thing, we're talking about cleanliness. Um, th there's something I love about Ohio. I know lots of you have probably been like kind of angry with Ohio lately. You, we've had some, some weather, right? Can I just tell you, I love snow. I love it. I don't, I don't love snow on Sunday morning, like a couple weeks ago when we didn't get to meet. I don't love that, but I trust whatever, God, whatever you're doing, cool. But I don't, I mean, I love it when it snows. It's beautiful. Any of you love snow? It's beautiful. Like, it's awesome when the white snow falling and then it covers the ground and it's just so pure and so awesome. And, and some of you that just, you wanted to escape to this place called Florida, like, listen, no, you are missing one of God's great gifts, the beauty of snow. I love it. I love getting up in the morning and looking out and the streets are covered and the trees are covered and the, it's, it's just wonderful. It's pure. It's clean. You know what I don't love about snow? About two hours after it snows, I don't love snow. I don't love it when all of a sudden that snow starts getting dirty because the truth is as, as pure as snow can be, about two hours later, once all of us dirty people start driving on it and walking on it and doing all our stuff, all of a sudden that snow becomes kind of nasty. If you want to go out and check out my car, it's over on the side of the parking lot. It's got WCN plates like, it's nasty. Like it, the beautiful pure snow that I love pretty quickly can be contaminated and become a nasty mess that messes up our cars. And listen, I, I love the purity of snow. Um, our hearts are the same way. I believe that God created, we believe that God created our hearts to be pure and holy. And that is a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing when a heart is pure, living for God. Those are the people we want to be around. Those are the people that when we're around them, we, we experience joy and, and it just brightens our life. Like, that's what we were created for. You weren't created to be kind of okay. You were created to be beautiful, to have a beautiful, pure heart given to you from God. But just as snow which can be so beautiful and so pure and uncontaminated, just as snow gets contaminated, so can our hearts. And it happens all the time. Listen, it happens all the time. There's stuff all around us that's trying to 
to corrupt us, to contaminate us. There's ideas, there's selfishness, there's commercials, there's, there's so many different powers that are trying to change and contaminate the purity of our hearts that we were created for. Listen, that's not who we're supposed to be. We are to be pure. I've got, the bad news is every single one of our hearts have been contaminated and, and the truth of the matter is they look more like the dirty, nasty snow that's been driven on and mixed in with all the dirt. Now the good news. The good news is God wants to do a purifying work. Our world says once you've blown it, you've blown it, you're done. God says, God says, if you surrender, you can be pure. Listen to Isaiah chapter 1. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red as crimson, they shall be like wool. Here's the truth for you today, the good news. No matter what you've done, no matter where you've been, no matter how dirty your heart has gotten, there is a creator God that wants to give you a clean, pure heart. See, Jesus walked this earth as the only blameless, spotless lamb, and he laid down his life. And through his death and resurrection, we are made pure. When God looks at you, God doesn't see all of your past mistakes. God sees the beauty and the pureness of Jesus Christ. Today, you are called to be pure. That's the first part of catharsis. The second part is integrity. Pure in heart. Listen to this. God is more concerned um, that our heart is in the right place than he is with our performance. I want you to hear this. You can go to church every, you can be here every day. You can read your Bible every day. You can do all sorts of things. You can perform all you want. But if the inside of your heart is wrong, that's what God's looking at. The second part of this is integrity. And we, if we are going to be pure in heart, have to be people of integrity. Um, there, there was a group of people in Scripture, the teachers of the law, the Pharisees, um, in the New Testament that you can read about, and, and they knew all the laws, over 600 laws. They knew them, they had them memorized, they knew God's Word. They had it memorized, they, they lived by the law, like they did everything they had to do to be perfect in action. I mean, they were, they were like zealous to be faithful to the law. But Jesus over and over again confronts them. Over and over again, he says, you're missing it. Listen to what he says in Matthew 23. He says, woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites, You clean the outside of the cup and the dish, but on the inside, they are full of greed and self-indulgence. Blind Pharisee first clean the inside of the cup and dish, then the outside will be clean also. Jesus looks at these people who, who they've got all the answer, they've got it memorized, they know the law, they're following it every, I mean, to the letter, like they are acting the way they should act, but the truth of the matter is, inside, they're an absolute mess. Their hearts are dirty and filthy. They were selfish. They didn't truly love others. They just wanted to make it. 
There's this scene, I know Christmas season is over, uh, but there's a scene in a Christmas movie, Christmas Vacation. Um, I love that movie. And there's the scene where they come to the dinner table and they have this feast laid out and there's this nice, big, juicy turkey there and he goes to cut it. And when he cuts it, like it just kind of falls apart and the inside is like all charred and nasty. And it's like, like it looks great on the outside, but on the inside, it's no good. You don't want it. Thank you, Ben. You don't want it. Listen, that's what Jesus says. That's how your hearts are. If you're trying to perform on the outside, these religious people who are just trying to earn it through actions, but your heart's not right, that's not being pure in heart. Listen, you, you can't fake righteousness before God. God knows the inside of our heart. We live in a world that it's, it's pretty easy to fake things in. I mean, we have social media, we have magazines and television and, and like all these beautiful people that have the best lives, right? You guys know a lot of that's fake, right? It's really easy to post the good things and not post the truth, who we really are. You know those magazines where they're just really beautiful people, like you know those are airbrushed, right? We're really good at faking who we are here in our world. Jesus says, no, being pure in heart is, is not just faking it, it's being it from the inside out. Jesus says, don't just clean the outside of the cup, don't just perform, don't just do all that, but clean the inside. Let God purify you from the inside, and then you'll live the right way. He gives further instruction to us, so this is the Beatitudes, is the first part of the Sermon on the Mount. Right after the Beatitudes in verse 20, Jesus says, unless your righteousness surpasses that of the Pharisees. So we got these guys who are living by the law. They've got it all memorized. How are we going to have righteousness that's more than people that have it all memorized and follow the law to the letter? Let me tell you, it's about your heart. So the rest of the Sermon on the Mount actually tells us how to be pure in heart. On the inside, listen to some of the things it says. It says, you may have heard, don't kill, but what I say is, don't even hate. Don't hold anger against others. So the performance is, don't kill. Hopefully we're all doing pretty good at that, right? But the inside is, to be pure in heart means you don't hold anger towards others. You don't hold hatred towards others. You let it go and you love. That's purity. Jesus says, you've heard, don't commit adultery, but what I say is don't even think lustfully. So for us, we can put on a show, hey, I'm not doing that wrong thing, but inside, God calls us to be pure and to have pure thoughts and to not even think that way. That's heart purity, where we're transformed from the inside out. He even goes on, and he talks about praying and giving. These are good things, right? He says, when you pray... When you give, don't do it for a show. Don't do it for other people's applause. Do it in secret. Do it because it's the right thing to do. See, that's the purity on the inside that leads to the outside. So the first thing, purity, we're called to cleanliness. The second thing is we're called to be people of integrity. Listen today, maybe some of you walked in here and your heart's not clean. Maybe some of you walked in here and you're looking good on the outside and you feel like you're presenting yourself well, but the truth is you know deep down that there is a real lack of purity inside. God is here. 
God wants to do a purifying work in your heart today. The third thing is devotion. It's not just about being clean. It's not just about integrity. It's about being fully devoted to Christ. Listen to Psalm 24. Who may ascend the mountain of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? It's the one who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not trust in an idol or swear by a false god. And in, James, um, in the book of James, there that he, he, talks about, um, he talks about this idea of being split. So this in Psalms is saying you can't worship God, but also worship, worship other gods. You can't worship God, but, but turn to idols or false gods. And James, when, when he writes, he says, you adulterous people, don't you know that friendship with the world means enmity against God? Therefore, anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. Now, that's not saying, like, that's not saying you can't participate in the world. But what this is saying is you can't serve two masters. There are things all around you that want you to serve them. All around you. We, we were just talking about this the other day, that there are companies that research how to get you to worship them. Kaylin was sharing that with me, and she may share it. Sorry if I stole that. But, um, but, but... There are things all around you that want your allegiance, that want your worship. Pure in heart means you're completely devoted to God. Completely. We talked about this in the last few weeks. That when you accept Christ, it's not just saying a prayer and then moving on and calling yourself a Christian. It's, it's surrendering yourself to the Lord. Jesus is Lord of my life. It's not what I want anymore. It's not what this commercial tells me to be. It's not this. It's his will and his will only. That's purity of heart. James talks about this double mindedness. I, I had lunch with someone recently and they were talking about their dilemma. They have two bosses and they said, it's really tough because one boss will tell me to do something and I, and I go do it and the other boss then we'll say, no, no, don't do that, do this. And they said, it just, it's really tough because I'm kind of split between two. That's what impurity looks like. If we don't have a pure heart completely devoted to God, we're gonna be split. God's telling me this, but the world's telling me this. God's telling me to be this, but the world's telling me to do this. You can't be split. There's no half-half here. Being pure in heart is being completely devoted, being clean. It's being clean, it's being integrity from the inside out, but it's being completely surrendered and devoted to God. And so maybe some of you came in today and you, you want to worship God and serve God, but there's just a lot of other stuff that needs your time and attention and allegiance. Listen, today God wants to do a purifying work in your heart. He wants you to be completely devoted to him. And the scripture says, blessed, blessed are those who are pure in heart. Listen, the world would tell you that if you want the best of life, then, then you got to get all these different things and you got to, no, listen, Jesus says, just be pure in heart, completely devoted to him and you'll be blessed today. So let's get to the promise the promise is really good. Blessed are the pure in heart, 
the clean, the people of integrity. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Those that are completely devoted will see God. Let's talk about that word see. I see you guys, you see me, right? I want want to tell you about what this word see means. The the word is optonomai. And and the word is, it's, it's not this idea of I see you and you see me. We used to do this when we were kids. Sometimes I still do it to the kids because I'm kind of mean. Um, but, but every once in a while they say, hey, can I see that? And you know what they're saying. They want to they wanna take it and they want to do something. Like I'm on my computer. Can I see your computer? And we'll say, well, hey, what color is it? And they'll say, it's gray. And I say, okay, you saw it. There you go. Boom. And that's mean, right? That's not what we're talking about here when we say see. They will see God. I heard a really good illustration of this the other day. When you go to see your friends or relatives, you don't go and look at them and walk away, right? That, I mean, that's technically seeing. That's not what this is talking about. You don't go uh, put a chair outside, unless it's during COVID, and look through the window and see them, right? You're not just casually observing them. When you go to see your family or friends, you're going to be with them, to know them. That's what this optonomy means. It's not just, I see you, you see, or I'm, I'm just observing you from a distance. When this says they will see God, what this is saying is they will know God. They will clearly, like deeply see and be transformed. Uh, a book that I'm reading by Dr. Stephen Manley says, congratulations to the person that's pure in heart. Uh, they not only know the nature of God's heart, um, but, but God's heart becomes your heart. You are filled with his spirit. You see God. He goes on to say, God invites you into his heart. He wants to share it with you. Listen today. I don't know what you walked in here with, but I'm just willing to bet that, that all of us walked in here with some distractions. Maybe some walked in here today and, and, and you would just admit that, hey, like, I'm not living very clean my heart's not clean. Maybe some of you would be in here today and say, I'm, I'm pretty good at faking it, but on the inside, I'm broken and I'm not living with integrity. And maybe there's some of you that would say, hey, I walked in here today and I kind of have a split devotion. The promise today is this, and I'll say it again, God is here and God wants to do a purifying work in your heart. Today, the response is the same as every week. It's to surrender. So the worship team is going to come up. I want to read the the second part of that James chapter 4 that said, don't serve two masters. It goes on and it says, uh, submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil. He will flee from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Grieve, mourn, wail, change your laughter to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up. This seems crazy. Turn your joy to gloom. Mourn, grieve. That sounds crazy. It's countercultural. But listen, what this is saying is if you surrender all today, he will lift you up. You will live in his blessing, and you will see and know and be transformed by God. So, so here's what I want you to do. Uh, as, as we start this song, we're going to sing a song that I love called Open Space. My heart is an open space. And I ask you about the posture of your heart. And right now, I just want to say maybe something that, that God's word said today, you're feeling it. 
Maybe there's some of you in here that, that just need to lay something down. The scripture says there's four things. It says, come near to God. Listen, God's here. He wants to work in your heart today. It's his will that not any of us would walk out of here broken and impure. We can be pure today in Christ. He's here. The second part says resist evil. Maybe there's something that, that needs to go. Maybe there's something in your life, in your heart that you know needs to be surrendered. And, and maybe you just need to shed something today. Listen, as we sing this song, lay it down. The third part says repent of your wrongs. Part of surrender is saying, Lord, I know I've messed up and I've lived wrong. Today, if you're there, like just lay it down. Say, Lord, forgive me. I want to be pure. And the last part says, humble yourselves. The God of the universe is here. The God of the universe loves you. Wants you to have life to the fullest. Wants you to be blessed. Wants you to be pure. So I want you to respond in this time. You can, there's altars here. If there's something you want to come lay down, that's fine. Come to the altar. If maybe you can pray at your seat, if you want to stand and sing, whatever posture you take, I want to ask you to keep a posture of openness. Say, Lord, is there anything in my heart, in my life that needs to come to you? And God is here. And God is doing a purifying work today. Father, Speak to us now. Help us to hear from you if there's something in our hearts that's not right, if we're living a fake life, if we're doing anything that doesn't please you, Lord, if we're not fully surrendered. I pray, Lord, that you would just help us to surrender all to you. And I pray you would do your purifying work in us today. In Jesus' name, amen.